How about that, Slee? I like that. I like the Rocky. I like Chris calling me a cheapskate. I like them bringing up that Funches hasn't seen classic movies, but yeah. we need to get right to the bottom. We need to know an answer to this right away. Emily, yay or nay on The Godfather? Have you seen it? Yes, I have okay, seen The Godfather, good. and I also had to write a paper about it in college. There so you go. I you am, saw I'm Seven well as well? I have seen Seven as okay. well. All right, she's good. Yeah, she's, she's good. good. She, we've got her covered. And... Uh, do we have an answer to the Funches question, what, what, what he's going to watch this weekend? So, we do. A uh, couple hours still left in the poll, but it's not going to change. Is um, it a war- runaway? It's Okay, what percentage do you think it is, and who do you think, uh, w- between those two movies, I'm gonna what are listeners telling I'm going to guess it's The Godfather, because as good as Seven is, and it is, it's not The Godfather. It's The Godfather, yeah. and what percentage? Two to one. 77%. Wow. Yeah. Three so, to one. So, i got to watch the older movie and a longer movie? <laughs> That's it's, not see, that's a not good the way to go into funges. it. That's not the way to go into that movie. Funge. It's the equivalent of saying like I have to go to SoFi Stadium and watch a football <laughs> and game. Watch that- Tom Brady play the Rams. <laughs> Fine, bro. I'll this go. is a good one. You know what's going to happen on Monday when you give your movie assessment? You're going to talk about damn. That's one of the classics. Why didn't I watch that earlier? I hope that so. will start on the short list of. Greatest movies ever, right? But don't see it on, you know, don't watch it on TBS or TNT. No, you watching it the right be on way. It's platform yeah, somewhere, there's right? No, yeah, there's no skipping and saying, well, there's a commercial coming up. None of that. <laughs> we'll get to that later on. Yeah. We have some thoughts on that coming up. So yesterday, I said, Al, take it easy. Take it easy. Don't, you know, don't get too worked up about Walker Bueller and his, you know, mediocre performances in the month of September, that they're not as bad as you're making them out to be, that this is all fine. I believe I said at one point, you know, I'm not going to sound the alarm on Walker Bueller pitching poorly in the month of September. Is that is that what I said? Actually, what on top of that, the funniest thing you said was, listen, if the guy gets shelled, goes three, you know, around three innings, uh-huh. and they pull him and out they of the tag game. Him the whole game. Then, uh, then, then it's a different conversation. He went three and two thirds yesterday. Got pulled five earned runs. So if I didn't want to sound the alarm yesterday, mm-hmm. today, <laughs> it's it's time to sound the alarm. Just out of curiosity, when we were going through the different alarm noises, because I I was not a part of that. If we uh-huh. were, why a 1994 Honda Accord <laughs> alarm, a car alarm? <laughs> Yeah, I, why is that? The I wanted alarm? more something like a submarine being attacked, like uh, something like that, that. That's good too. We 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 need multiple alarms. We need to be able, and quite frankly, we may need to sound them all at once. We may need to play all of them because <laughs> it needs to, the the alarm needs to be sounded. Like you said, Al. I said yesterday, look, has he pitched as well as he has in, in, in the other months? No. Did it look bad in San Francisco? Yes. Was mm-hmm. Cincinnati as bad as you're making it out to be? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Is the game against the Padres as bad as you're making it out to be? I don't think so. We got a problem. We've got a real problem all of a sudden because that wasn't just, okay, chalk it up to a bad day. He got tagged yesterday. It was He gave up five hits in a row at one point. He got chased from the game by the opposing pitcher who nearly knocked the ball out of the ballpark. He hit the wall in in one of the biggest ballparks in baseball. He smoked one off the right center field wall. This is not a, ah, this is one of those things. This is a, what the heck is going on here? So just to add to that too, he had a 3-0 lead. You know, it's also one of those where you feel... (laughs) That's literally the car alarm that I heard... 15 years ago outside of an apartment that's the car alarm um 
And then, by the way, the guy can't find the clicker to – the alarm goes off way too long, and he can't – he actually can't find the clicker to turn it <laughs> yeah, off, right? It's, it's like, it's turn a, it off. Like, I'm looking at you looking at your car. Turn off your alarm. It's at 4.30 in the morning, too. <laughs> so the reason why I mentioned this yesterday, and listen, Bueller has set a standard. His standard's very simple. I'm one of the baddest pitchers in baseball. Mm-hmm. When I'm on the mound, I'm giving up one or two runs, and this is going to be a W. Okay, you lost that game against the Giants. Look, that was a big game. That's as big of a game as you're going to have in the regular season, right? Just kind of Good based save. on the circumstances <laughs> yes, yes. and everything you, else. No, you're right. You're right. Okay, it happens. You know, that's one of the things you kept pointing out to me. Al, this is part – you play 162 games. The guy's going to start 20-plus game. I mean, this is this is how it works. Uh-huh. The game against the Padres wasn't a bad game. Got a no decision. Yeah. The game against the Reds – I'm not saying that he had the worst game he's had in his career. I'm just saying that was another critical game and a game that you expect Walker Bueller to not give up three runs. He gave up three runs. He lost that game three to one. Yesterday was my, well, let's just see if he just shuts everybody up, someone like myself, and just says, hey, I'm freaking Walker Bueller. Or is there maybe something more? And I, by the way, I don't there's have that answer. No, I don't have that answer. More. Okay, what, what is it then? Here, here, here's, here's how you know it's something more. His ERA in the month of April, 3.1. Okay, it's the first month of the season. You're, you're fine in your groove, whatever. 3.1 is fine. It's pretty good, actually. Most okay? pitchers will right. take a 3.1. His ERA in the month of May, 2.18. We're grooving. We're grooving, right? He, all of a sudden, he's Walker Bueller's found his groove. We go into June, 1.85. Here, here we go. Hey, looking like a Cy Young season. Sure. Walker Bueller looks great. You go into the month of July, 1.67. Damn right. Look at this. This is one of the best pitchers in baseball. You go into the month of August, he's even better, 1.56. What's all the conversation about Bueller? Oh, he's going to win the Cy Young. Is, is he going to win the Cy Young? It's his to lose, right? His ERA in September in four starts, 7.32. 7.32. problem Mm -hmm. it's it's a real problem and it looks to me and there was there was a moment when we were watching the game last night texting back and forth where it was jarring and it was the herman marquez at bat right in in that inning where he couldn't get out of it there were five hits in a row first of all you don't get five hits in a row off walker bueller he's too tough Mm -hmm. the pitcher and they're hitting him the pitcher Mm -hmm. before the double Mm -hmm. before the double was getting good swings against him. It wasn't just he ran into one, he's got a terrible swing, it hit the barrel. He was taking hacks against Walker Bueller. Plant that back foot, let's go, spin the hips. It was it was an approach. The pitcher. And then he tags him into the gap in right center field. Couple of runs come in, he's out of the game. That was his escape hatch. He gets out of that at that point. The inning ends, they're still in the game. You, instead of blowing a three-run lead and turning a three-run lead into a 5-3, it's a tie game. Everything's sure. fine. We'll, yeah. we'll be okay. Yep. He couldn't get the pitcher out. He couldn't get the pitcher to swing at a bad pitch. Now, look, I get it. Charlie Blackman's going to get some hits. C.J. Crone's going to get some hits. That he couldn't finish an, an, an inning against the opposing pitcher, and I do not want to hear, hey, Herman Marquez, pretty good pitcher, uh, pretty good hitting pitcher. Yeah. yeah, fine. I don't care. He's a pitcher. Okay, well, he, can, can I, can I tell you something? Pitcher. Can I tell you something? I'm actually really glad about this morning. You're not making any excuses because part of me thought 
there was going to be this conversation about Walker Bueller this morning where it was going to be, look, you're in Colorado. Yeah, listen, I understand anything can happen in Colorado. It, no, not really. But that that's I think that's the key here. The key is it's okay to look at one of the most consistent pitchers that the Dodgers have obviously had and say that this dude is getting shelled and you don't really have an answer for it. So th- I want to throw a couple questions at you and, okay. and you can help on this. What's the issue? Well, I think it's pretty simple. I think it's pretty obvious. He's gassed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, when when he's at his best, he's getting a whole bunch of swings and misses. He's getting a whole bunch of bad contact. Mm-hmm. I, I, I might get this number a little bit wrong, but it's mostly right. They hit something like 18 balls against him yesterday. Okay, Nine of them had an exit velo of over 90 miles yep. an hour. They're yep. hitting the ball hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, this only, isn't the, a blooper of this. He, uh, no. He didn't forget how to pitch, so it's not sequencing. He didn't forget how to, the, the approach as far as, you know, okay, I want to pitch this guy this way. He's a smart pitcher, so it's not that. The pitches don't have the snap. They don't have the bite. They don't have the finish on him. When, when you know whether it's Max Scherzer or Walker Bueller or Julio Urias or Clayton Kershaw or whoever it might be, when you get those little flailing swings, that's when you know he's on. We haven't seen that swing in a long time. And the reason it's not is because the pitches don't have action. They don't have that snap at the end of them the way that they need to. He's tired. He's he's just – look, we talked about it with Urias yesterday, right? Which is the, another – I would say, you know, I'm not trying to sound an alarm here, but – What is that? That's, that's the Urias alarm. What? But what is that? Like, what do you search to get that noise? That's a much better one. <laughs> if I had to rank the three second, we should never play again. By the way, I, <laughs> I, I kind of like that. Auga noise. So that's good, like an old timey <laughs> car. That's not all bad. Uh, the 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 Julio portion of this was yesterday. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. You were saying, and they were kind of breaking it down. L.A. Times article talking about the velocity. Yeah. Wait, he's almost. Two miles per hour. Yes. On his fastball. Yes. And then some of his other pitches too is All even of them his are down. slower pitches were pretty significantly down, as in, you know, from what he's accustomed to. So what are we saying then? Are we saying that these two pitchers that you're so dependent on if you're the Dodgers, as you're getting to the final week of the season, are both gassed? So you you brought up your Urias. He's already well past his most innings pitch in a Almost season. Almost 100 innings over. Guess who else is? Bueller. Yeah. Now, it's not 100. No, it's, it's like 12 it, innings, it, I think, over. But he's still got some more time to go, mm-hmm. and you still have an entire postseason to go. And the fact of the matter is, this is the most innings he's pitched in a It's his career high. Season. Yep, it's, it's his career 195 so innings He's pitched. there, too. This is a little bit of uncharted water. Just I'm not talking about pressure. I'm not talking about no. big games. He's, he's got his stripes in those moments. Talking about we're fatigue. Not talking about, we're talking about fatigue, mm-hmm. which brings us to the point. Ten games left. You're two games back. The Giants do not lose. They don't. They just they just they find out they jumped out three nothing yesterday in the first inning. Kind of bad, but they were they were fine. They won the game by a couple of runs, and quite frankly, the the final score is a little closer than it actually was. Yeah. They were up eight one at one yeah. point. They yeah. won eight six. It, it 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 wasn't a, a tense game for the Giants, mm-hmm. I don't think. Got a little the, tense at the end. The, the question Two is on for Tatis, he hit it, almost eh. hit it out of the park. The the question is what do you do with these last 10 games? Mm-hmm. The Dodgers have a game this afternoon with Max Scherzer on the mound, who, by the way, 
has never won a game in Coors Field. Hmm. Just throwing that out. Now, he hasn't pitched there 30 times. But he's how only, random. He's that, only pitched there five random. times in his mm-hmm. career, but he's Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. You would think in one of five games he would have gotten a win somewhere along yeah. the way. He hasn't. So put that in, in, in the formula. Here's the deal. With 10 games left, two games back, and the team you're chasing seemingly unbeatable, and you're really starting to show some cracks for the first time all your real cracks, yeah. not, yeah. oh, Dave made a goofy decision or Cody Bellinger can't get the ball. Real cracks in the foundation of your team, which is your starting pitching and your bullpen. What do you do here? Because you have two options, right? Option one is full steam ahead. We, we only have, we're only two games back with 10 to go. We can catch them. The other option, the better option, is to let go of the rope. And I'm not throwing in the season. Wait, 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 wait. You're throwing out two options. Yes. Did you say the better option? Yes. So you already picked your option. Yes. The better option is to let go of the rope. And here's what I mean. I'm not saying what's, – what's the goal of the Dodgers? When they, when they went to camp at, at Camelback Ranch this season, what was the goal of this team? To grab a wild card spot and right. play the Cardinals in round one. Exactly. The goal is to win the World Series. Yeah. That's it. The goal isn't win the division nine years in a row. The goal isn't get into the playoffs. The goal is win the World Series. Which of these two scenarios is a better path to the World Series? Rest Walker Bueller for his next two starts. Rest Julio Orias for a couple of starts. Or at least give them the option of how much do you want to pitch between now and the end of the season so you're ready to go at your best at the beginning. By doing that, by letting go of the rope, you also allow your bullpen, your most important guys, Kenley mm-hmm. Jansen, Blake Trinan, Joe Kelly, Alex Vezia, who got tagged last night, yep. uh, Bickford. Tell them, guys, you tell me what you think is to give you your best opportunity in October. Because if you keep pushing and you put Walker Bueller out there for two more starts and you put Julio Arias out there for two more starts and it goes like this, you probably you're, you're going to win the wild card and you probably even win that wild card. But all those scenarios that we've been talking about, Al, where, hey, even going in there, we still like her. Not anymore. Not when these two guys are, are, are leaking oil coming down the home stretch. That's not what this is. But if you give them a couple of weeks to get right, to get rested, to get healthy, to just kind of recharge their batteries. The the risk goes from we got to get through a one-game scenario, which I hate. I hate everything about it. Mm-hmm. But if you get through it, you're back to what we talked about from the beginning, which is you're going into the Giant series, you're healthy, you're fresh, and it's lined up. If you start tinkering right now, today, you can have Max Scherzer pitch that wild card game, you can open up the series with whoever you want. You want Bueller, you want Kershaw, you want Urias. Take your pick. You can stack it exactly how you want it. That's the better option. You need to let go of the rope at this point. All right, let's throw this out to listeners. 877-710-ESPN. Trav is on the 10 games left. You're two games back. Pull the rope. You know what? Throw in the towel for now and just start prepping for that wild card game and start prepping for, you know, obviously the long run from there. Uh, if you want to give your thoughts on that, you agree or disagree, 877-710-ESPN. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline and that Dr. Pepper call-in line that Al just gave you right there. You can be a part of that on Travis Lee Nation. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, and so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So not only is Max Scherzer pitching today in Coors Field, there's something else happening in center field today that almost had my eyes pop out of my head. I'll tell you what that is when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You ready? You ready for this? What do you got? I, 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 I'm triple checking this. Is Gavin Lux is playing center field for the Dodgers today? Did, did we not watch the game last night? Have we not watched the game two nights ago? Gavin Lux was on roller skates in left field. Trey Turner and Mookie nearly killed each other, letting a ball drop in between them. That was a relatively easy play. We're going to take a guy who's a shortstop or a second baseman who was on ice skates in left field and put him in the the biggest center field in baseball today. Really? That's something we're doing? It's not, right. it's not a big game. It's not like this game really matters. <laughs> so I, I want to go off something, and we're going to take some uh, – He might kill Mookie in right field. <laughs> He might have Pollock's back in the lineup today and left. We're going to take some uh, some listener calls here in just a second. So the argument Trav was just making was you got 10 games left. You're two back from the San Francisco Giants. You got two pitchers that you've relied on all season, both career highs as far as innings pitched. With Julio, it's not even close, all close to 100 innings more than he's ever pitched. Mm-hmm. And With his velocity declining. With his velocity uh, declining. Trav, you're, you're – your mindset is pull the rope right now, start prepping for the playoffs, start prepping for the wild card. Let it, let, let, yeah. let, it, let it lay on the ground, get ready okay. for the wild card, prep for the wild card, prep for the division series, and go win the World Series. All right, let, let me throw out a scenario to you. All right. I get what you're saying, and I understand the logic behind these last 10 games and why you think, you know what, let's just give up trying to win the division. But this is where I'll push back. Okay. I'll push back because you're two games back. And winning the division still has a tremendous amount of value. With 10 games left, why not play out the rest of this week? Get to Monday. Where are you on Monday? If on Monday you're three back with six left to go, you and I both know that the the division is over. Um, If you're one game back by the time the division or by the time you get to Monday, you know you still have a shot at winning the division. I get what you're saying about you want to rest some of these guys. Do you know how dangerous it is to be in a one-game playoff, one-game wild card against not just the Padres or the Cincinnati Reds, a squad like St. Louis who's won 11 games in a row and all they got to do is win one. So this this is the case that I would make. Do not throw in the towel yet. Play out the rest of this week. See where you are by the end of this week because we've seen this before. And if you look back at the Giants' schedule mm-hmm. – I know they've been balling out, but you know what? It was just a week ago where they lost two in a row to the San Diego Padres. It can happen. You can have bad games. Mm-hmm. So the case I would make is I get what you're trying to set up, but I still think with this many games left and only two games back and the risk of not winning the division in that one-game wild card, the only person I really, really care that is ready for that wild card game is setting up Max Scherzer. That's mm-hmm. the one I think that's most important. After that, you can play out another four games or so and see where you are. Okay. So you make a compelling case. I just don't buy any of it. And let me explain why. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. You said that there's tremendous value in winning the division. I agree. There is. 
But there's also the cost-benefit analysis, right? That how much risk am I putting out there? How much do I have to spend to get this thing? And what you're suggesting is, let's try and get it. The odds are they're not going to get it, okay? There's just because to win it outright, you need to you need to beat them by three games over the last ten. They haven't made up three games other than that one little tiny window. But why once. outright? Because well, I'll explain. Mm-hmm. Because a, if you're still going for it, that means Bueller goes again. That means twice, honestly. That means Urias goes again, and at least once in your plan with a one-week deal. If it doesn't work, or even if it does, that means you're pitching him again the next week, okay? Mm-hmm. And you've put yourself in a position where guys that are already struggling are going to continue to burn. They're going to continue to throw pitches. They're going to continue to add miles, however you want to say it. So now they're even less than going into the playoffs. And that plan that we've talked about, well, hey, look, send the Giants down there to play that game. Let them come into Dodger Stadium, and I got my guys stacked up. Your guys aren't your guys right now. You need to get your guys back to where they are. You need to have the the, the Dodgers' best chance is Walker Bueller pitching like Walker Bueller, Julio Urias pitching like Julio Urias, making sure that your bullpen guys that looked, and I get it, I get it, I get it, it's Coors Field. That didn't look great. That didn't look great. Vezia, who's been great, didn't look great. I understand he got steamrolled at first base. I understand. Kenley Jansen had his first little wobble in a while. Joe Kelly was a little wild. You've had guys that are – Jose – or, uh, excuse me, Brewstar Gratterall has been getting hit hard for a while now. You can get all of these guys as fresh and lively as you possibly can over the next couple of weeks, and you are in a position to go do it. As far as the wild card goes, I don't think it matters if it's San Diego or, or St. Louis or it Philadelphia. Does. I don't yeah, think St. Louis so. is bomb. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it does matter. It doesn't. Padres can't win a game. St. Louis it, has won it, 11 in a row. Padres it doesn't matter. It. it doesn't. It's one game. This, it's look. You're right. To your but point, play a team that's not doing anything, or play a team. St. Louis is going to win it. Means Saint, nothing. St. Louis me. is going to win the wild card. There's Max no question Scherzer about that. That's what's going to happen. Care that St. Louis has won 11 games in a row. You are you're 100 right. You want to you want to face a team who's struggling or a team that's are, playing really really I well. Truly, don't care at all in a one game scenario. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. It matters who's pitching, and it matters if they have a good day. You have. Four games between now and Monday. You have a day off on Monday. Mm -hmm. The case that I'm trying to make is this. You got Colorado this afternoon. You got three against Arizona. Play those those games out. By the way, Bueller's not set up until Tuesday. Okay? So by Monday, you're going to figure out if this is still a race or it's not. The case I'm making is— What if you're one game back on Monday? And you're going to go throw Walker Bueller out there and he gets go tagged. Go win the freaking division. And he gets tagged again. And now you're two back with a handful of games to go. Okay, It's, it's let, over at that point. Let's play this scenario out real quick. The San Francisco Giants have one game left against the Padres this afternoon. Okay? Then they're at Colorado for three in a row. Mm-hmm. Kind of went through the same thing that the Dodgers just went through. Anything can happen. You know, your pitcher can get shelled. All that stuff. I'm just saying you got Monday as a day off. You'll have one week left before the season is over. Play through this weekend. See where you are and then make a determination. I don't think at this point you should be throwing in the towel when you still have a chance of winning the division. 877-710-ESPN for the Dr. Pepper call in line. Let's start out in the desert, Palm Springs and Bryant. Bryant, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, uh, you know, I, I totally get your point with with resting them and, and – and, but. The biggest thing I think that we're missing here, guys, is their grit. You know, the guys are playing with a certain type of swagger, and you start taking the, the pedal off the gas, 
I, I'm more worried about playing 162, knowing that we slowed down, than 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 really even making it to the World Series, right? Like, we we cannot afford to let to let that culture and let let that that tenacity go. Like, we've got to go full steam ahead. And I, and I totally get what you're saying, right? We want to rest the pitchers. I totally get it. But at the end of the day, I'd be more worried going into game 162, not full blown, ready to ready to perform. I, I just I see that the I don't think it's worth it. I think you got to go full steam ahead and get these Look, guys ready to go for a World Series. It, it, it's interesting, and I hear you, but I would rather have my guys at their absolute best than them fighting like hell, cut, bloodied, and bruised, beat up going into the. You playoffs. were just saying yesterday how much you liked this race. What happened? It, they got their ass kicked yesterday. That's what happened. So they lose one game, and all of a sudden it's we're it, not going for the no, division no, no, no. anymore. Al, you're not doing the math. There's one game they, they dropped a they, game. They're eight of they've won eight of ten, so it's not like we're sitting There's here like they've lost ten games left. I get it. You don't. <laughs> we were There's just talking. We spent we spent left. this entire week saying there was twelve games left. Right. There was eleven games and it left. Was the same. And it, it took was this the same. One, one game one, to one. completely say throw in the towel. Walker Bueller has an ERA of seven and a half. Yesterday, Walker Bueller was fine to you. It, right. And he and what did I say? If he gets tagged and chased in the fourth inning and they barrel him all game long, we'll have a different conversation. It's exactly what happened. I didn't think it was going to happen, but that's exactly what happened, right? And the Giants did what they did again. This isn't just one guy. It's one more. It's one more with 10 left. You're going – it's not just can they catch him? Of course. But at what cost? You you really want to put another bad start, maybe two, on Walker Bueller heading into the playoffs? I want, Keep in mind, they're going to the playoffs. I want four more games of playing for the division. And then see what happens. Okay, let's do more of these phone calls coming up in just a little bit. Kind of all over the map right here on the phone calls. I think it's good that we keep going there. Do you let go? Do you set it up for the wild card game? Do you set it up for that divisional series? Assuming you win the wild card game, that's the big assumption. We'll get that figured out. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The football picks need to go better. This might be the last week we do it. <laughs> it needs, Are you putting so the you, listeners you, you, on blast you, you, or me? Because I feel like I'm 50% of I, the I, reason. Here, here's the people that are on blast. Yeah. You, yep. the listeners, me, Emily. <laughs> it's Everybody. Been, it's been pretty rough so far. That we, we are gonna, We're going to try to smooth it out a little bit. Yeah. I actually talked to our guy. We got our, our guest picker today. Mm-hmm. Danny Dimes is his Twitter handle. So, uh, so that's at 12.15? That. That's at 12.15. Okay, 11.30. Yeah. UFC president Dana White is going to join the show. UFC 266 this weekend. That's right. That's right. Be fantastic. I'm actually 
kind of fascinated by his story. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest UFC. I'm not sitting here watching every single fight or anything along those lines. But Trav, that the sport came out of nowhere. I'm I'm really looking forward to having that conversation with Dana White. All right, I know you got a ton of calls you want to get. Yeah, let's to. try Ventura this time. We're having the conversation about the Dodgers two out with ten to go. Walker Bueller looking like anything but himself. Yep. Julio Urias looking a little bit less like himself. A hundred more innings than he's ever thrown in his career. Do you set it up for the wild card with Max Scherzer? Do you try to hope that Walker Bueller is at his best going into the divisional round? That Urias is at his best heading into the divisional round? Because Al, let me just put this out there before we go back to the phone calls here eight seven 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 ten espn on the dr pepper call in line the dodgers are not going to win the world series if walker bueller is not at his best mm-hmm. it, it he's too important of a piece he you know it what was it two weeks ago where we were having the conversation where i said you know if in a one game playoff who do you want scherzer or bueller and i said look i'm happy with either but if you're giving me my pick i'll pick bueller well that's out the window mm-hmm now we've gotten a totally different conversation is what the heck's going on with this guy you need him at his best if he's not your chances of winning the world series go from pretty darn good to i don't know the hell would have happened to this team if they didn't get scherzer yeah well, that's a great I, question. just kind of think about that and, and by the way again dodgers won eight of their last tens not like they're playing awful baseball it's how they're losing a couple of these games, yes. watching specific players and their starts, and, and the Giants won't lose. And, it, and the sand is going out of the hourglass. There's just not a lot of time yeah. left. That's a big part of this, too. It's, if it was still two games with 20 to go, feels a little different. Now it's 10 to go, and two play through Sunday. five guys play through Sunday. spot. Well, they're going to play here coming up in about an hour and a half with Gavin Lux and his roller skates in center field. We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's go to Ventura this time. And John, John, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, John? How's it going, Travis? For the first time in a long time, I have to agree with you on this one. Damn, I'm standing right now in shame having to agree with what you're saying <laughs> because yesterday my heart just broke, and I'm like, okay, now I got now I got to agree with what Travis is saying. We got to rest for people. They look gassed. They look tired. And I, I, I'm a, we're here to play. We're here to win a championship. That's it. Yep. World Series. That's what we want. We don't worry about anything else but that. So, and I appreciate you calling Thanks, in. So, Trav, I don't want to make it sound like I'm talking about how, hey, in the big scheme of things here, the game plan is not to win a World Series. No, I know that. It is the big scheme, and I think part of that scheme is winning the division, and I think part of that path of getting there is making sure that you're not in a one-game playoff against the St. Louis Cardinals, or for you, it doesn't matter if they've won 11 in a row or not. I think it does, but that is part of the reason why I'm saying at least play through the weekend you got the Giants and the Dodgers both going to play four games by the time Monday comes. Monday is going to be a day off for the Dodgers. Let, let's be very – this is very simple. You lose any more ground between now and Sunday, the division's a wrap whether you like it or you don't. It's going to be a wrap. So if you get to Sunday, with Monday at Monday there will be six games left. Yep, and okay. you're, let's say you lose – now you lost more ground. Okay, you're, let, you're, you're let's three say games it's back. right where it is right now. Let's mm-hmm. say it's two games come Monday morning. And there's six left. You're two games behind. Walker Bueller pitched like he's pitched the last couple of times. He would be pitching on Tuesday. Right. You so at that point, you've burned another week of rest off of him. You now now Are you, you asking think, Bueller? I yeah, oh for sure. For like are sure. you asking him, hey How do you feel? Do you think you need a a, 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 do a start think off? You need a little time to get squared away mm-hmm. for October. You ask the same question to Julio Rodriguez. In, in my scenario, Al, if, if, if I'm Dave Roberts and we're going to implement this plan, or I'm Andrew Friedman and I'm going to implement this plan, I'm going to Max Scherzer and I'm asking him, hey, what do you need 
to make sure that you're ready to go against St. Louis in that wild card game. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do you just want to stay on turn? If so, great. Do you want to you know give you one extra day, no extra days? I'm talking to all these guys. I'm going to Kenley Jansen and Trinan and Kelly and Vezia and Bickford and all these guys that have been very valuable for them and saying, guys, what do you need between now and the wild card game to be at your absolute best? Do you want to keep it on schedule? Great, I'll keep it on schedule. But I need you to be honest with me because if Walker Bueller, I was going to say, are, are they going to be uh, the yeah. vets are going to be honest? Are the younger players going to? No, no, I can, I can beat this one. I, 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 I can get might, over this. But I don't think Walk, Walker Bueller and Julio Arias have World Series rings on their hands. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. They, they're, there's no. Are they up for this? There's none of that. They're up for it. No, They've proven uh, as that in, they're up as for it. They can the, be honest. As in the, you know, ego of saying, no, no, I feel like I can get through yeah. this. But I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, th- those guys have nothing to prove to anybody. They're made guys. And so I think they would be honest in that situation. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go to Los Angeles and Ron. Ron, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Ron? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, Travis, uh, I've got to disagree with you. And the main reason isn't that I'm so worried about our pitching. I'm worried about our hitting. Our weakness this year has been that our bats go flat. And in a one-game playoff, if you want to risk our entire season on one game with the thought that our bats are going to for sure show up, I can see us losing one nothing. At any point in time, that is always a problem. One of the things that has caused Walker Bueller some problems in the last few games is the Dodgers don't get him any run. He's pitching under pressure all the time. He has to be perfect. I know this past game yesterday, they gave him some runs. He yeah. just just blew up in this one. Yeah. But in all the prior ones, he's always had to pitch perfect because it- we don't get him any runs. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in, bud. And he's talking about the two games. He's talking about the two against the Padres. You only got two. Yeah. And he came out of the game. Only got one against Cincinnati, as in from run support. Yeah. Look, I I actually think Ron and I are on the same page here. I I think that he's he's not quite – I have not done a good enough job of articulating what it is I'm advocating for because I agree with you, Ron. I think that the offense has been incredibly inconsistent. The Do- all season long, the Dodgers have either scored eight runs or two. Mm-hmm. Right, that's how they've they've gone. I'm with you, but uh, to me, that's not a function of them being flat or not flat. That's a function of the players that they have. Mm-hmm. This is the way that they play the game. They have big games or they struggle. Right, this is how they go. Um, as far as that, you want to be sharp going. They, guys, they played 152 games. This is what it is. This isn't. They're going to discover something over the final 10 offensively. I, I agree with everything that Ron said. The difference where Ron and I separate is, if you're going to win the World Series, it's going to be because you outpitch the other guys. And I want to make sure that my pitching staff is as good as it can possibly be going into the playoffs. He said, you know, anything can happen in a one. Guys, I got news for you. You're playing in that game. <laughs> You're playing in that game. Your question now isn't, do you avoid the wild card game? The question now is, let's make it so we have our best possible chance of winning it. Let's make it so we have the best possible rotation setup coming out of it. Because the the idea of missing it, and let's just play this out, Al. Mm-hmm. You're either going to play in that wild card game or you're going to play in a one six. They're not making up three games in ten days. They're they're just it's just the math doesn't work like that. Almost never. Okay, possible, sure, likely, no. So you're going to be in a double one-and-done situation. I know the first one's not one-and-done, but it's one, and now you're into the other one. 
I want to be as set up as possible to win that one game. Is it scary? Hell yes. But if I get through it, I'm set up for success. Whereas if I just keep pushing and pushing and pushing, now I'm all wonky heading into the wild card. I'm still wonky coming out of it. Even if you win the division at that point, you're wonky going into the division round. So with all that said, 10 games left. I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas, at least through the weekend, and I think they'll figure it out from there. You think starting today they're going to take their foot off their gas? I don't think they will. I don't think they will. We're going to know. put it this way. To your point, we're going to have a much better sense of it today. Max Scherzer pitching in Colorado where he's never won. He has been less than his best there. Mm -hmm. We'll see. They play at noon today. If it goes the wrong way again today, the decision's made for the Dodgers. But I think they need to start thinking in that direction right now. Bunch of fudge is coming up. More of your Dodger phone calls as well. Do the Dodgers start playing for that wild card game? Set it up for that. Plus... We're going to talk a little uh, Lakers coming up in the 11 o'clock hour as well. Trav, rankings came out. ESPN ranked all the players. Anthony Davis, number nine. Number number nine? Yeah, number nine. Harden, number 10. So I, I, I kind of have some curiosity of where Laker fans think he should be. There's some players I definitely think he's in front of, but do the Lakers need to win a championship this year with him being a top five player? Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, if you are on hold to talk about whether or not the Dodgers should continue to push to try to win that division, to pitch Walker Bueller, to pitch Julio Urias, to do everything you can to win the division, or the better idea, Al, set it up for the wild card. I'm not set with you. I'm not sold yet. I'm not sold yet. I tried to sneak it by you. If you're on hold and you want to talk about that, we're coming right back to you. But like Chris said, bunch of funch first. What do you got, Funch? All right, guys, the new James Bond flick, uh, No Time to Die, is coming out next month, and it'll be current Bond, Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yep. Uh, Craig has been in five Bond movies, but the leader in the clubhouse is Roger Moore with seven Bond movies. Okay. Now, no word on who will be picking up the mantle uh, with the character when uh, Daniel Craig rides off in a sunset. Uh, a lot of people have been saying Idris Alba. Yes. By the people. way, yes for that. <laughs> So um, there has been a total of seven actors that played a role of James Bond. Um, I'll give you guys an easy one. Who is the greatest James Bond in history, Sliwa? Um, okay, so Sean Connery, I'm a fan of. Okay. And I think I'm more of a fan because I like Sean Connery in other movies, so I think that kind of plays a part. Sure, the original. Um, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. I, I, I think more to do with that is because um, arguably the greatest – Video game is Goldeneye. <laughs> Just because the video game, he's the greatest. So because of that, that's, way, and that's good, his good movie, it's a good game I have too. some like angles that. there. Sure. And it was good because, you know, that's like a sniper. Just you need one shot. <laughs> okay. So that was my chances against people that I knew I was going to lose against. Give me the Golden Gun, the Golden uh, Goldeneye. All right. That, that's not bad. So those are my, those are um, my reasoning. I think the common answer is Connery because he's the original and all the ones that you said. And of all of those guys, Connery's probably the best actor of the group. Daniel Craig, I think, has been really, really good. He's really good. But I, I also think it's a generational thing, right? That if you are a certain age, you're a Connery guy or yeah. a Roger Craig guy. So for me— Why? Bob McAdoo is my favorite basketball player. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor Taj Gibson that he didn't get the shout-out right there again. <laughs> for me, and I know he's not the best Bond, but for me, it's yeah. Roger Moore. Because when I was a kid and started watching these things, Roger Moore was... I didn't know there was a different James Bond. That was a view the to a kill is underrated. View to, so the answer to the best movie, now we're getting a little closer to that one. Best song, too. Best song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's go on to the next one, huh? Um, so we missed something r really cool last night. Do you guys... Do any of you guys watch The Masked Singer? 
haven't missed an episode. That's a rhetorical question, but go ahead. (laughs) All right, guys. So (laughs) on last night's show, the character of the octopus was revealed. But first, let's take a listen to some of their performance. Little Richard. <laughs> All right, guys, do you have any clue who that, who that could be? I don't. Slee? I only know because I, I saw who it is. <laughs> well, he is a three-time defensive player of the year, NBA champion, none other than our own Dwight Howard. <laughs> Seriously? That's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Listen to him. That's not bad at all, actually. No, it's not the performance that makes me say really. It's why is Dwight Howard on the mass singer that makes me say really. And the funny we thing is that should be assessing <laughs> his performance, not worried about the, him being the, on it. And the funny thing is that no one knew that it could be an NBA player. This guy's like seven foot tall in a costume and like towering <laughs> yeah, over all the dancers and stuff right like there, that. Right? Seven foot guy. We've kind of limited the <laughs> options of who it can be. It wasn't Michael Thompson, I'll tell you that. <laughs> now, during the big reveal last night, Dwight said he wanted to do the show because it's his mom's favorite show. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, The Mass Singer, American Idol, The Voice, those type of competition shows have really grown on me since I got older. You know, I guess it's an old man thing. <laughs> um, so with that, Travis, what is your favorite TV competition show? Chopped. Not even close. Yeah, I like that's a good they, one, actually. I, I like yeah. when they give you all these whack ingredients, mm-hmm. and they say, make me something that not only is palatable, but is actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. You need to dress it up, and the technique needs to be right. The presentation needs to be right. I absolutely love Ted Allen. I think he's fantastic as the host of that show. So give me Chopped every single time on that. All right, there's a, um, there's a series on True TV. I think it's on True TV. And I don't I, – I feel like – Either a lot of people like it or they don't know about it and they don't care about it. Impractical Jokers. You ever watch Impractical Jokers? My kids love Impractical Jokers, okay. so I've seen it a lot. I, it's not my cup of tea, but they love it. That's the thing. It's either your cup of tea or not, yeah. nine seasons in. I mean, it's a weird way of a competition, but the competition is basically don't lose or you're going to – something's going to happen towards the end that's an incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable situation that you're going to have to be in. Um, have you watched Impractical Jokers? I have not. Okay, so to give, to give you an idea, yeah. the, the one that I saw most recently mm-hmm. was they send one of their guys into a gym, mm-hmm. okay, that's filled with all these bodybuilders, big guys, yep. and they have to go. The one guy has to go and ask them questions about why they're they got mic'd their up, tattoos. and they have to just basically yeah. do whatever the three guys who are watching him in the gym want him to say. And th- this little guy has to ask all these big guys these really embarrassing questions about their tattoos and it's terribly awkward they've done one where they're just randomly in a class there's like let's say a hundred students or something along those lines and they're going to give a powerpoint presentation trev they have no idea what the powerpoint presentation is going to be they just have to go on the fly (laughs) just have to go on the fly so i'll go in practical jokers good one uh the right answer guys is any show or gordon ramsay any show with Gordon Ramsay. You're starting to sound like Travis, where Travis says the right answer is. It really yeah, is the right we're answer. We're having the Dodger topic, and we have two scenarios. He goes, one scenario is this. The right answer, resting the Dodgers. I'm like, Trev, don't I'm give out. He's rubbing off on me. He's rubbing off on me. This is how I indoctrinate and teach. I've been drinking lead. a lot of coffee lately and doing his and doing his shtick lately. So Walking you know. in circles in the studio like me. I, I had, by the way, Slee, there's something going on with I've me today. I've never seen this guy more wired this morning. Like, he's hitting the table. He's standing up during our prep meeting. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on in here, but I, whatever he had. 
I think it's that I have a new plan, that I've let go of the division, that I'm excited about what's coming next for the Dodgers, that I know that they're going to be in that wild card game. I like Max Scherzer in it, and I still like their chances a lot for the World Series, assuming they implement my plan No, you just had a lot of coffee. No, I had the same amount. I haven't had my blueberries and strawberries. Maybe that's the problem. Are those a natural uh, depressant along the way? I don't know if they are. I have no idea if they are. I need something. I need something. All right, you mentioned Anthony Davis. Yeah. Right? So, so ESPN came out with their ranking, and, and we're going to do this when we come back. And by the way, you want to be a part of the show, you can always call in 877-710-ESPN. Um, they came out with their ESPN rankings, and rankings had Anthony Davis specifically at number nine. Okay, hey, you can argue. Where, where should he be? Top ten. We'll do that when we come back. But I think the bigger question is, does AD have to be top five? Your Lakers are going to win an NBA championship. Does he's does he have to scoot up in those rankings? So we could do that coming up next. By the way, just a quick reminder, Dana White coming up at 1130. Plus, we're going to take more of your phone calls. Travis and Sleeva Show, 710 ESPN.